This is SPR, the People's Pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content. I don't know. We say every week. We say every other week. Sometimes it's every month. I don't know. We're trying our best, all right? I'm Cliffy's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's up, everyone? You know, we get busy. Kids get sick. It's just we can't control it. Things happen. I know, I know. It's like the NBA Finals. It's like the time to give all this, like, analysis. But then, like, you know, it was over by the time we <laughs> wanted to do it. So it's like, we tried. Sorry, we guys. tried. Sorry. We tried. I'm it sorry. Was, it, was, it wasn't that interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It, that wasn't. Interesting. it wasn't that interesting. Anyway, we're back, everybody. We're back. Summer is here. The NBA offseason. We love the drama. Let's take a look back at the NBA Finals. We'll do that a little bit. Joe, we're going to play definitely maybe. We love to play this game, our original game that we we first started off with. OG, episode one. OG, OG. This is our fourth season that we've concluded together. Crazy. Wow. So here we go. Joe. Before we get into it it real quick, happy birthday, Cliff. Oh, thanks. Cliff's birthday. Thank you. As of... At the moment of this recording, it'll be like two weeks past Cliff's birthday by the time this gets out. <laughs> or you listen to it. But, <laughs> so um, don't wish me happy birthday at that point. But That's hey, when you found wish out. Cliff a happy birthday whenever you listen to this. <laughs> so that we'll know about Who listens to this podcast. <laughs> and you will be entered into a special drawing. Oh, no. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, the people. Thanks, Joe. Uh, I love doing it. We're going to keep going. So let's hit it. Joe, did Jimmy Butler fall under the Shakira curse? (laughs) Shakira was sitting courtside. Game three of the Heat game. Mm. And they started following each other on Instagram that night. There's no other evidence, really. But rumors of them dating have sparked. But Joe, most importantly, that was the point. That was the crux. Because pre-Shakira... Jimmy Butler's stats, 30 points per game, 51% shooting, plus minus of plus 139 with an 11-2 record. Post that Shakira meetup, he was 23 points per game on 40% shooting, plus minus of minus 70 with a 2-7 and seven record. Joe, wow. definitely maybe. Jimmy Butler was cursed by Shakira. Definitely. <laughs> Cliff, 100% definitely. I mean, so game three of the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Prior to that, even without the numbers, I just... He was a different player. He was unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Through game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. He was unstoppable. They were up 3-0 on the Boston Celtics. And Jimmy Butler... basically through three series. Yes, through three series. It's a long time. (laughs) That's that like three weeks. 11 and 2? That's 13 games, Cliff. That's a long three time. Three series, about to go to the finals, 30 points per game on 51% shooting. And he's doing all of the Jimmy Butler stuff. He's yep. going at Grant Williams. He's doing the timeout on yep. Al Horford. Yep. I mean, he's just in the zone. He's Jimmy. And yeah. after that game. He's Hemi. He's Hemi. He's Hemi. He's Hemi. And after that game, you never saw it again. He turned you to You never James. saw Jimmy Again, you didn't. It just, it just. I mean, Cliff. You know why players go off social media? 
You know why players don't be, you know, going to the clubs, right? Players don't be going out during the playoffs. Why? Because they want to stay focused. You know when your kid is doing homework or when you were doing homework when you were young and you didn't play video games, your parents said, don't play video games. Don't, don't, don't call your phones. Don't chat with your friends on AOL or AIM. Don't text. Don't go. Now this day, don't go on social media. Why don't they do that, Joe? For the same reason. Gotta focus. Gotta focus. Gotta stay focused. And Jimmy Butler, it just... This explains so much, Cliff, honestly. Because <laughs> I've been looking for... An, like, what happened to Jimmy? Yeah. It's not about whether they won or lost. Because, no. you know... Yeah, I mean, they were overmatched. Nuggets were a better team, obviously. I mean, the Heat were an eight seed. But Jimmy right, yeah, just yeah. didn't look the same. He just didn't look like the same guy. He didn't have the same drive and determination. Like, I kept waiting for that Timberwolves Jimmy. The one yeah. who showed up to practice yeah. with the T-Wolves logo cut out of his jersey. <laughs> who just dominated everybody. But still wore the shirt. <laughs> still wore just the shirt. Just cut out the logo. It's just his chest, random parts on his chest. Joey. Dominates the starters with the third stringers and is already on an interview with Rachel Nichols by the time everybody gets to the locker room after practice. <laughs> that Jimmy Butler, I kept waiting. Like, when is this Jimmy Butler going to show up in the finals? And it just never happened. You know, when Kobe used to say, what's there to be happy about? Job's not finished. Right. Yep. That is the focus mentality. Right. People yep. are like, loosen up. Like, dude, enjoy it. Like, yep. enjoy this thing. You're not happy. You're not happy. And he goes, is job finished? Job finished? <laughs> nope. Like, but you're up 2 0. Job finished? Job not finished. Job's not finished. Right. <laughs> the only time I saw a spark of Hemi was when he mm. refused to hold the Eastern Conference trophy. That was mm. the time. He says, I'll hold the next one. I was like, oh, he's in there. He's still in there. But Joe, first off, incredible run by Jimmy Butler. Mm. Eighth seed. Ran through Giannis, Brunson, Jalen Brown, Tatum. I'm not putting Randall in there. Playing on a bad (laughs) ankle. Equipped with undrafted players. That was his arsenal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for him and Mike Guy, the eight gates only last so long. Mm. And then it runs out. And then you just lie there with your little white dot. It's like it's all going away, you know? And Madara's still alive. Yep. That was the that was a problem. But for me, similar to you, Joe, this is the only explanation, definitely, that Jimmy Butler lost his mojo. Cause three weeks he was Hemi. The yeah. playoff Jimmy was here. He destroyed Giannis. He destroyed Brunson. He destroyed Tatum until that moment. And then all of a sudden, he just had to rely way more on Caleb Martin. Like, Caleb Martin was the star all of a sudden. Like, Kyle Lowry was like, he needed Kyle Lowry a lot. Bam out of bio had to, like, do stuff. I was like, what? What's going on? Honestly, What's it happening? was because he was missing all his regular shots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was missing all his little floaters the and like jumpers in the lane. Mid-range, yeah. Like those – that's automatic. And Jimmy automatic. wasn't just doing that in the playoffs. He was doing that in the regular season. 
Yeah. <clears throat> he shot 50% from the field in the regular season this season. And so, I'm basically. And so, you know, this idea that, like, oh, Jimmy was going crazy. Like, no, the points per game obviously were up. So he was shooting a lot more. And he was hitting some threes. Those were aberrations. The mid-range and all the inside stuff, that's Jimmy's game. He does that all year, every year. And he was missing all of those. Sh- like, he wasn't so heavily sad. contested. He was just missing. So sad. That's what they was sad. They weren't even that doubling was, him. Was they they weren't, weren't even doubling him. He was getting the same shot. I mean, when Aaron Gordon was on him, he was kind of – it was too. he was too strong for him. But there were a yeah. lot of times where Jamal Murray was on him, KCP yeah. was on him. Like, smaller guys were on him. And he would normally destroy those guys. Yeah. Even the and last was, shot of the series – of the playoffs where he just passed it out. Yeah. Just that same hemi confidence, just not yeah. there. Not there. Yeah, he so should have just rose up and shot that mid-range. Should have just rose That's up. That's his shot. That's his That's shot. His shot. And he was looking day. for it. Freaking Shakira. It made me sad. Regardless. <laughs> Freaking regardless destroyed of all his confidence. This, we know. What does she do to him? We Is know. Is she secretly she... a Nuggets fan? <laughs> Were they she, was that far ahead? she was a was plant. She was a plant. Was they thinking that far ahead? <laughs> when they were up 3-0 on Boston, they sent Shakira to the game. <laughs> wow. Hey, man. That is the kind of mind games that I really appreciate. You got to be ahead of the curve if you want to win Survivor. If you want to win the NBA playoffs, you got to be she ahead. She and Jokic go way back. Regardless, respect to Jimmy Butler. Much respect for this playoff run. But we all know Shakira's hips don't lie. But whenever, whenever Jimmy Butler's around, his game doesn't lie either. Except in the last seven games, eight games. All right, Joe. We hotly contested while we were texting about this. Because for some reason, you think they're the T-Wolves and I think they're Jordan's Bulls. But they're actually probably somewhere in between. Joe, are the Nuggets a dynasty? Jokic, Murray, MPJ, AG, all in their 20s, all under contract till 2025, and their role players are mostly going to be intact. Joe, definitely maybe. Are we looking at the next NBA dynasty? Maybe. Oh, hey. I'm going to go change. maybe. That's a change. <clears throat> well, I-, I think part of it depends on what do you mean by dynasty? Let's say, let's say at least back to back. Hmm. I mean, if you're gonna say back to back, I'll say no. Okay. I okay. I don't think they're the type of team that wins back to back. Only Ooh. thirteen teams in NBA history have repeated, mm. repeated, back to back. Spurs didn't do it. Bronze Cavs didn't do it. Big three Celtics. The big three Celtics that everybody talks about is like the, one of the greatest teams in history. They, they didn't milked, do it. Milked one championship. They more didn't than even go to back to back finals, Cliff. They didn't even go to back to back finals. The Pistons didn't do it. You know, that was like one of the greatest defensive teams of all time. They went to back to back finals, but they didn't repeat. Right. You know, Golden State never repeated without KD. A, a team that many people considered to be the, the 73 and 9 team. Right, mm-hmm. that's like one of the greatest teams. They didn't repeat. You have to be super dominant, like to repeat. So I think being a dynasty and being dominant is different. I think the mm. Nuggets can be more like the Spurs dynasty, mm. which span like a long period of time. Because I think they have a lot of depth. Yeah, they have a good system. 
you know, they've got two guys that are really good, you know, in Jokic and Murray. Um, but they kind of remind me more of like the Spurs type team. Hmm. You know, like maybe they'll go to back to back finals, but it's not like a Shaq and Kobe, right? Yeah. Where it's just like if you have Shaq and Kobe, you're gonna win. You, you know, like two of the best injury, players in the NBA. Yeah, barring injury, doesn't really matter who they face. They're going to win, no matter or what. Or LeBron right? and Wade, two of the best players in the NBA. Exactly. You need those kind of dominant. You've got two of the best guys in the NBA, two top ten players in the NBA. So and I guess one it, it unquestioned kind of best guy. Exactly. And and really kind of like two top five players, really, at that time. I mean, LeBron Wade was yeah. probably a top five player, like, you know, the first couple years they were together. Yeah. You know, three years, right? 2014, he really fell off. And, you know, Shaq and Kobe, obviously, yep. you know, it just, it just seems like you need that. I mean, Hakeem did it. <sighs> Hakeem's just a beast, man. <laughs> just, when you average five blocks ridiculous. a game. <laughs> that guy's ridiculous, man. That guy's just I – mean, we need to give Hakeem some freaking props for back-to-back. Back. Jordan, of course, the GOAT. You know. He did it. Three, he did three Pete's twice. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And so I just think you need to be that kind of guy and that you need to have like that Kobe level drivenness and like determination. I don't know if Jokic is that guy. Obviously, he is unquestionably a top three player, probably the number one player at the moment, you know, given yeah. everything that's happened. And yeah. but like there I love Jokic because he kind of doesn't care. You know, but then at the same time, is Jokic the the maniacal guy that's gonna keep the team on track to repeat next year? I don't know. Right, I don't know. I don't I, know. Oh, those are very very good arguments. <laughs> those 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 are those are very good. Here here's my take because you know Jokic does seem like Duncan, you know, which is really yes. interesting. You know, like they both are like so good at basketball but mm-hmm. also are kind of like i mean basketball is whatever i like my life <laughs> <laughs> kind of people yeah which is really fascinating uh the way you, the way you see that to me you know just to put everyone in put bring it all back into context with numbers Jokic, man his numbers are insane like video game numbers like 30 yeah. 14 10 1 1 It's like so easy to kind of dismiss this as like fictional (laughs) because they just look not real. But, you know, people finally got a chance to watch him play in the playoffs, right? Because like no one watches Denver Nuggets games. But he's the real deal, dude. He defies logic to me. He looks like he's playing in sandals, which is like the weirdest thing. (laughs) Like so weird. But like his – like the way he runs – don't 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 say that name in front of me. Don't, don't say that name in front of me. The guy who blocked you shooting a three from the free throw line wearing what was he wearing? He was wearing flip flops. No, they were wearing slides. There were slides. There were slides. But <laughs> I, and that's when I used to shoot KG style, like behind yeah, like my over head. Your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he jumped, and then he just slammed it in the ground, and the ball went higher than I've ever seen anything go in my entire life. Like, oh, that was that was so crazy. Funny. That was crazy. Anyway, Jokic's touch, 
Jokic's skill and his strength is shocking. Like, mm. those, like, bailout threes, I was like, oh, it's so lucky. He did it, like, four times. <laughs> like, yeah. what yeah. the heck? It's, like, crazy. And the Nuggets, of course, they're tall. They're fast. They do it from anywhere. They play for each other. They play hard. They play smart. You know, I love their chemistry. They have really good chemistry. But the question for me, the whole whole question, and I think the reason why you think top-level hungry talent is the way you get back-to-back, is how hungry are they going to be after they got fed? Because they, they're full now, right? You got full. Right. And players get full after titles. Once you reach the mountain, you kind of look for the next challenge, which is like, uh, I want a max contract now, or I want to be an all-star, which Jamal Murray hasn't been, or I want to be MVP or defensive player of the year. And all that crowds in the way of a title. And so those are real dangers for sure. But to me, I think the real thing is that there is nobody out there that is ready to contend, I think, with the Nuggets. That's that's where I'm like, oh, like who? Maybe maybe Boston, you know? They they have the longevity, they have the consistency, they have the fa- the failures. But, you know, Tatum still needs, needs to go to clutch school and uh Jalen <laughs> Brown needs to go to uh, he he needs to go to left-handed well, camp. Okay. Boston just freaking got KP. They did get KP for nothing. Or I guess Marcus Marcus Smart. How did <laughs> they was... end up with the two picks? That's what I don't get. This is just the stupidest. I don't understand what is happening. How does Boston get these ridiculous deals? Anyway, okay, so but I think Boston's for sure for a, a contender. Mm. Okay, I think their chokage this year and the way everything turned out actually is to their benefit. Mm. I think. Look, mm. last year they flamed out in the finals, but they didn't yeah. get the criticism. Everybody yeah. was just like, oh, they're young, yeah. you know, yeah, they'll yeah. figure it out. This yeah. year, they're going to face a lot more criticism. And next season, I think they're going to pro- they're gonna have to you prove a it. lot more. And I like that, actually. All the teams I like are the teams that flamed out this year. Milwaukee. I still mm. think Giannis is potentially the best player in the NBA. And losing in the are, first round. For sure, three. Top three. There's two good things about losing in the first round. One, you're going to get destroyed by everybody. And no one's going to trust you, and you're going to have to prove it to people. And that's the kind of motivation you want. Two, you play less. So, look, they had some injuries. They have guys that need to recover. That's better. Don't don't have a deep run. Rest, recover. Work on your game in the offseason. Giannis definitely needs to do that. We'll see what happens with Chris Middleton. I don't know if he's the same player. He just can't be the same player anymore. Or if it takes a while. I mean, his type of injury, although we've seen people recover quickly – from those injuries more yeah. recently, I think typically it is more of like a two season type injury, you know, where it takes you a full another season to get back to, to where you were. So I mean, he's already looked ancient the way he plays. He, he looks bad. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be frank. He, he has not looked good, but I mean, I went through knee stuff. Like it takes like two years mm. for you to feel really comfortable in your body again, you know, mm. to feel like, Okay, I, I, I can do the same things I used to do with no fear, no hesitation, you know, because like you always say, those little milliseconds count. And if you're doubting your body, it, doubting mm-hmm. your body is the worst thing, you mm. know, even more than being a, a step slow, because at least you can adjust to that. When you're doubting yourself, like when you're hesitating, that's really not good. So I, I like those those teams like, you know, Milwaukee gets back to the finals and they're playing the Nuggets. Who's going to be hungrier, honestly? 
It's true. You know, I it's mean, true. and then if I'm, and then if it's like Giannis versus Jokic, I mean, it's a, it's a coin flip, right? At, yeah. You know, and if, I, if one guy's hungrier, I'm going to say that guy probably has the edge, right? And other things will, you know, home court, stuff like that will count. But, but Jamal Murray, to me, he is the guy, right? If he can continue to ascend, man, this team is dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. He has to be the Kobe, right? He can't be Kobe, but he has to be the Kobe, to, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, to me, that's another big question mark. I don't know how good Jamal Murray is. I just, just to be honest, because mm. I know he can get streaky. Yeah. I know he can be amazing for stretches, but he's also can put in some bad games and also – uh, you know, I really haven't seen him do it a whole regular season. Mm. Like we've really never seen that, and that's not it's not to criticize him because I love Jamal Murray. I think we've loved him since the bubble. We always thought yeah. that was real. We never doubted, you know, and yeah. thought it was some kind of fluke. It was injuries and other things, but I just don't know how good he is in the grand scheme of things. If Jamal Murray is really not a top ten guy, I don't know if the Nuggets are that amazing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, right? Yeah. For all the people, he's not dissing Jamal Murray because now if we because the way we're ta- I'm talking about the Nuggets now is like old timers, yes, kind of talk yes. now. And Joe yes. is like, that's the, that's you're, you're an idiot, and so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying you're an idiot. So that I'm, so that I'm that's where you it think. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that that really is the question mark because Jokic is an old timer, right? Yes, obviously. right now. Already, yeah. he is an all-timer. But where is Jamal Murray's place in this? Because you talk about the Spurs, I agree with that. But I think they could be like those Hakeem Olajuwon Rockets, right? They had those role players that were like really good, really yeah. clutch too. And they had Clyde Drexler, right? And it, it's yeah. not like he's not like the one of the best guards like ever. Oh, I guess he is. But he, he is. He, I mean, but, in his prime, you know. he was a little bit past his prime. Yeah. He was still very good. But, but I, I know, think Portland Clyde was enough. different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and during that time, the NBA was very open. Right. Because right. Jordan and, was retired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so I think similarly, the NBA right now feels very open. Right. So to so it could be it could be the Bucks again. It could be the Celtics. It could be the Nuggets. Maybe even the Suns. But look. I think I, to me, love the chemistry that they have. I think they've yeah. built that continuity. They have that chip on their shoulder. People still look at Denver a certain way. There's more attention now than ever before, but we'll see if that carries over to the next season. But very fun. Very fun. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting from something very serious to something very stupid, <laughs> what is Cat doing? Cat <laughs> has found the most special kind of hallucinogens because he's been going wild in the media. First, he said that the play-in win with the T-Wolves was more impressive than the Nuggets championship. Pat Bev said he's the best center in the game right now. And then Cat added to that saying, when my time is up, there's going to be people that say I changed the game. Joe, definitely, maybe, is Cat right about anything? Definitely. They're going to say he changed the game. He made the center position soft. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She made it acceptable to be a soft center because that's what Cat is. Uh, oh, no. What is this guy talking about? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me let me go from the craziest, the cray-crayest, okay, 
How? How can a play-in win be more impressive than a championship? That is just asinine. That's so stupid. <laughs> okay, let me put into context why he said that. It's because they had traded pieces, so they had no continuity. So, like, building that continuity in, like, three weeks and then winning was, like, amazing versus the Nuggets, who've been together for four years. So it's like, of course, they should win. This guy is saying that winning one game, the plan is a game. <laughs> Am I mistaken, Cliff? It doesn't, it's even, a game? It doesn't even count. It's a the, game. The stats don't even count. It doesn't show up anywhere. <laughs> versus going on a playoff run... 16 wins where you're playing the best teams in the NBA. Where you beat LeBron, AD, KD, Book, Jimmy, and the team that he's talking about that he's on. (laughs) And the team he's on. (laughs) Like, it's just so stupid. Like, I can't even. Because if your team is so impressive that you won this play-in game. All impressive, oh and they oh destroy gosh. you. And the only game you win is not because of you, but because of Ant Man, who went you know crazy. What, you know what he could say is the one win they had against the Nuggets. They did win a game against the Nuggets, yeah, right? In they the did. They did. He could say that's impressive because yeah. not many teams got many wins. You yeah. know, against the Nuggets is, in the which entire logical, playoff run. Logical. He got one more win than the Lakers did against the Nuggets. It's, it's, a, it's an easy time to throw shade. I mean, you could say that, maybe. You could say it's – maybe he could say their one win against the Nuggets is more impressive than the Lakers' playoff yeah. run. Yeah. That at least makes a little bit of – I mean, it at least makes some kind of sense. It's like two degrees of separation, sure. Right. Yeah, you know, it's transitive property, you know, <laughs> kind of something. But this is just, I mean, is he, tr- the, 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 the sad thing, Cliff, is that he's not trolling. He's not. He's being serious. That's what's sad about it. Like, that's why it's cringy. When Pat Bev says he's the best center in the game right now, I don't care. Pat Bev's funny. He knows he's joking. <laughs> like, he knows he's just trolling, you know, Jokic and Embiid and, like, all these other guys. Like, he's doing it on purpose. He wants that smoke, right? Cat believes it, though. He's just this delusional guy, delusional kid who has no self-awareness, who has no self, like has such a distorted self-view. Cat, just get in the weight room, man. Stop doing podcasts, okay? Do some MMA or something. Like you need to just change your aggression level. My favorite thing that the internet follows about him is how he changes his voice up and down based on like the I situation. Know. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's oh, yeah. The Mickey Mouse thing. <laughs> See, my favorite one that he says is when he says, My time's up, people are going to say I changed the game, but he hasn't changed anything. The only thing he's changed is the center position winning the three point contest. But to me, Joe, to me, Joe, he's the guy at every single social event, every single party that jumps into every conversation and adds, Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally get it. Oh, yeah, gosh. exactly. And then he's like, "Yeah, I changed the social dynamics of every party." 
Like people need me there to have uh, fun. Like people remember me. People remember me. They're like, oh, you were there? You You were there? Piggyback stamper. That's cat. What? What? What were you doing? Has he never heard of Dirk Nowinski or <laughs> Dirk who did it much better than he does? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? No. No. Get out what? of here, cat. Get out All right. of here. Do something. Win a playoff series, man. <laughs> All right, Joe. Let's head to Bradley Beal. It finally happened, Joe. SBR Dream. Brad Beal and Devin Booker are together. The people who I said were 17, 3, and 3, and you've corrected me for four years about. Bradley Beal got traded. And he's the only player in the NBA, no trade clause, and he waived it to go to Phoenix. Wizards mm. got four pick swaps out of it, but they didn't get any first-round picks out of it. Maybe trade inflation is over, Joe. Maybe Gobert trade has officially reset the NBA economy because the package was just for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and four pick swaps. I mean, and then they traded Chris Paul. And then they traded Chris Paul because they were like, whatever, Joe. But let's talk about that in a bit. Joe Phoenix is now campaign Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, on DeAndre Ayton with Frank Vogel as the head coach. Are they the NBA favorites? Definitely not, obviously. Um, no. No, Cliff. This makes no sense. I hate the Bradley Beal deal. Mm. I hate it. Hot take. I hate it. It's Beal... Beal wasn't good on the Wizards this year. That's true. I mean, he, he was okay. And on a team with Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis... He couldn't emerge as, like, the best player on the team. Mm. He couldn't emerge as the best player on the team. With Kuzma and Porzingis, they all averaged, like, 20 points. 22, I think. Something like 20 to 22 points. Team went nowhere. I mean, those are good enough pieces. And they, they had good enough pieces to at least make the playoffs. They didn't. And Beal is just... I don't know. I, I just... What's he supposed to be on this team? I mean... He's the third guy, so now you have a third gunner scorer <laughs> who doesn't play great defense. Like, what? what is the point of this? I don't understand. That's, that's what they were lacking against the Nuggets is another gunner. <laughs> another one-on-one -on -one guy? I mean, I don't know how Beal is in catch-and-shoot. He's probably decent. I mean, the Book is good in catch-and-shoot, so... I, he's good at I, everything. Like, let's be I, fair. I, so it's like yeah, and and so is KD. I mean, I guess it. You know, I guess Beal is gonna be the initiator. He's gonna be like the point guard, kind of. But then you have campaign. Like, I just don't understand this team. There's so many holes. I don't know how a team this good at the top. You got Beal, Book, Durant, and Ayton. I don't know how a team that's that good at the top can have so many holes. <laughs> like, how do you have that top-level talent? And then you have just, like, a ton of holes. They don't have size. Like, girth size. You know, because they have, like, yeah, yeah, tall yeah. guys. Skinny guys. But they don't, they don't have bodies, right? You need yeah. that. Especially now you're thinking about Jokic. Who's going to guard Jokic? I mean, I know Ayton. And that like, dude is okay strong. Jokic. Jokic is strong. 
but like you need bodies to throw at him. You need fouls. You need yeah. guys who are gonna actually defend the rim, like a real shot blocker. You need yeah. real rebounders. You need three and D guys. You just have nothing. Somehow, you got three guys who are really similar, and and that's and then you got one guy, your big, who has like no heart and no motor. Is Frank Vogel going to pull that out of him? I don't think so. I think Frank Vogel can teach DeAndre Ayton how to play better defense. You know, Mm -hmm. can he turn him into Roy Hibbert, the verticality thing? Like, can he teach him that and really make him a better rim defender? Maybe I'll give Frank Vogel credit. He can have a better defensive scheme, but like, they just don't have the personnel. This is not the, this was not the answer. They needed a bunch of KCPs. That's what they needed. (laughs) They needed a bunch of like, you know, and like maybe like Al Horford or something like that kind of like a stretch big who can play some defense inside who's big and like two KCPs. <laughs> That's what they needed. And that would have helped them a lot. But now I just I don't know. I don't know, man. They're definitely not the favorites. First of all, Brad Beal. Brad Beal. Brad Beal. How many times has he averaged over 25 points per game? You might be thinking he's done it a lot. He's played in the NBA 11 seasons. 11 seasons. You're like, (laughs) okay, well, you know the NBA too well. (laughs) So you may be thinking, oh, dude, 25 points per game? He's been doing that. He's he's the only guy in the Wizards. He's been doing that for like eight years. Nope. He's done it three times. Mm, Three times. He's averaged over 32 times. Shocking! One time with yeah. Russell Westbrook because he is well, that's he Westbrook crazy, is the yeah. kingmaker. He's the kingmaker. Mm-hmm. That was three seasons ago. He's averaged twenty three point two for two seasons in a row, playing mm-hmm. over forty games. It's not mm-hmm. like he was like injured the whole year, right? But twenty three point two—that's whatever. <laughs> like really, that's- whatever. That's the other thing is he's, like, injured a lot. And you already have injury risk with Book and KD who are not super durable. You know who they need? They needed, like, Drew Holiday. Yes. That's yeah. the guy that they need. I mean, yeah, I know yes. every team could use a Drew Holiday. But, like, <laughs> that's, that like, kind the, of guy. That or kind like of guy. Or, like, Clippers Eric Bledsoe or, you know, yeah. defensive, strong, like, guard. Yes. And then a defensive strong center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then a three-point specialist wing. Yeah. They needed Bogdan. They mm. needed uh I don't know. I feel like even a guy like like Jaden Ivy or something like that. You know, like a like a I don't know who's, who's maybe the... they should have got Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, Marcus Smart! Actually, I they you know should what? have got Marcus. Smart. I think Marcus Smart could have helped them a lot. Actually, dang, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and he was available, and he was available, but instead they went more firepower. And man, look how well that turned out for them this season. <laughs> they flamed out. They're like, you know what? Let's double down. Let's get even more. <laughs> Even more. And then he didn't even deal with the DeAndre Ayton problem, who hates either basketball or being in Phoenix. <laughs> I don't understand what, what is, what's going on. Why did they keep – I mean, look, getting Beal for CP3 
It's a great deal. Landry Shamit. It's great. It's a great deal. How can you complain? Yeah. And pick swaps, right? Theoretically, if you're going to be good, if you're going to be good, you're not going to give up any picks. They didn't give up much. Uh, Look, uh, look, it was a good deal as far as the deal goes. But I don't like Phoenix that much better than I did before the deal was made. Definitely, maybe, is are they the favorites? And they're not the favorites. They're not the favorites. They're not. Are they the second favorites? No. They're like the fifth favorites. <gasps> oh, who's nuggets. above them? Who's above them? Uh, nuggets are above uh, in Easy. any order. Nuggets, nuggets are nuggets above Easy. them. Milwaukee's above them. No, Boston's no, uh, uh, above in, them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. How about in the West? Are they the oh. second favorite in the West? I would put Golden State over them. Whoa! I think Golden State got better by getting rid of Jordan Poole. <laughs> they did <laughs> purely. He, he immediately unfollowed Draymond yeah. Green. <laughs> and if Clay and and Wiggins have a full season next season without Jordan Poole, they're gonna be better. Mm. They're gonna be better. Mm. I mean, Steph, Clay, Steph Wiggins, is amazing. Uh, Draymond, and like if they also had. An Al Horford. A lot of teams could use an Al Horford if they had Al Horford as their five somehow. <laughs> or that type of player, like a stretch five who can play some defense. You know, yeah. Brolo. It's like it's always that kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. But man, they would benefit like crazy. It would benefit the Warriors the most of any team to have that kind of guy because they should have got Porzingis. They, oh my gosh, if they got Porzingis, they would be crazy. They good. should have got Porzingis. Oh my just, gosh, just he gets that team didn't perfectly. make sense. He doesn't make sense in, in Boston. I don't know why Boston got him. I don't know why. I mean, it makes and, them better, of course, but yeah. But but they. I don't know why. They need a ball handler. <laughs> We've been saying that for three years. They were amazing with Kyrie. They should have got Chris Paul. Honestly, they should have got Chris Paul. <laughs> This is so weird. None of this makes sense. It's like they should have traded Chris Paul for Marcus Smart straight up. And maybe they could have done it and get some picks. Pick swaps. Sure. And the Wizards should have just traded KP to the Warriors and got Jordan Poole back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then they could have kept Beal. Oh man, dude, it's oh, it's dumb. God. Yeah, my favorite restaurant is the one with three head chefs because said no one ever. <laughs> or the I love the season of The Office where Jim and Michael were both managers. Said no one ever. <laughs> right, as as Oscar says there, yeah, three presidents, <laughs> three popes. <laughs> it's the best. You need depth. This is a fantastic. 2K team when fatigue yep. is off and you yep. are happy to put Durant and Beal in the corners and they're happy with that and Aiton <laughs> is somehow satisfied getting you four rebounds a game. That's when it's perfect, but that is fairy tale and this is reality. And in reality, Cliff, that makes no how sense. How many, Cliff, what's the over under on wins for this team though? Regular season? 50. I put it at 58. Hmm. Because I think they'll win a bunch of regular – as long as they all stay healthy. Mm-hmm. KD – This here's the thing about KD. He's the best when you just roll the ball out there and just play. Yeah. And you, yeah. you give him this kind of talent. You give him Beal. You give him Book on the wings. You give him – look, they're going to roll through teams because they're more talented than them. It'll be like Brooklyn. When Brooklyn was clicking on all cylinders, they were amazing. 
they were amazing. Not in the playoffs, but yeah. in the regular season, you just let them go. You just let them score. Teams so, don't have time to prepare. You got back-to-backs. Yeah, they're going to just look great because it's pickup. And you're just out there. You're just playing. Yeah. And the team with the most talent is going to win on most nights. And you got Vogel. He's going to help him on D. So, yeah, scheme-wise, it'll work. But so, KD, KD playoffs, is Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig doing improv. You're like, oh, okay. You oh, just you just yeah. throw them out there, and yeah. then she'll she'll just make it super funny, just like Katie. But you put them in a scripted movie, and it's not quite the same. It's like still she could still be good. She's still good. Yeah. But is she like one of the best of all time at that. No. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't love Wonder Woman two. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like all the creative choices in that movie. She definitely wasn't as funny as she normally is in other stuff. But stars. Bridesmaid was great because ensemble. Yes. And so I, I just think – but see, ensemble, you need roles. You need roles. Is what you need. You need people playing specific roles. Yes. Improv can be great. You just throw a bunch of guys out there, and if they know what they're doing – they can be amazing, and you're amazed at, at how they figure things out on the fly. Movies aren't like that. You know. You need people doing these scripted, specific things. And you know, improv, you don't pick apart improv, right? You don't watch yeah. an improv show and be like, oh, they, you know, this should have been better. Or what were they thinking when they you – know, who wrote this, right? Because nobody wrote it. Hmm. <laughs> but when you get to the playoffs, it's all scripted. And that's when you start picking people apart. You're like, oh, what are they doing? What's the scheme? What's the strategy? And that's where, as I'm saying, how can a team with this much Look talent at have Spolstra. so many holes? Look at Spolstra. Look at Spolstra. Yes. He is maximizing everything he has. Greatest I, greatest TV writer, movie writer, movie director. <laughs> you put it. You put it on yeah. there. Combined Scorsese, Spielberg, <laughs> and uh, freaking, I don't know, yeah. James Cameron. Like, put them all together, and you got Eric You got Spolstra, Spolstra. Man. Jeez, so good, so good. Yeah, Chris Nolan. Yes. How can I leave out Chris Nolan? <laughs> I don't know, Tenet. Uh. All right, <laughs> last one. Chris Paul has been on three teams in a week. <laughs> Phoenix. He was on a plane ride to Good Morning America. Got traded to Washington. Now he's in Golden State, where he's with Steve Kerr, who we did the laugh joke thing, where he was like, "Ha ha ha!" No, not really. <laughs> Joe, he's got a career low in scoring, and he logged his second-worst field goal percentage since he was 22 at 44% field goal percentage. He's owed $60 million this and next season combined, but likely a buyout is coming. I don't know. I don't know what's next for Chris Paul. But, Joe, definitely maybe Chris Paul, as an effective basketball player, is over. Uh, Definitely. He serves almost no purpose on a team now. His his purpose is to mentor. Mm. He's still the he's still the Kyle Lowry. Yeah, coach on the floor. You know, extension of the coach kind of thing um, from the bench, right? Like, but yeah, he can't he can't play anymore. He can't play. Like the problem is his effectiveness, his um, liability has exceeded his effectiveness. Like his. Mm. His positives, his cons yeah. exceed his pros, cause like he's taking minutes away from other players. You also can't develop young players if he's on the floor. He he dribbles the ball too much, or he needs the ball too much. He's not good on defense. He's he's literally a cone. I mean, he's just 
guys are going around him really easily. And so he he can't be useful on a team. We'll see what Golden State does with him. Maybe they'll find a way to, to get some use out of him. But pretty much, yeah. He's, he's heading into 38 years old. Like, he he's heading into his 20th season. So this isn't this isn't like 35. Yeah, yeah, no. He's 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 getting close to 40. It's I mean, LeBron James is the only player ever who is able to play basketball at a very high level at that age. Uh, yeah. No, he's done. Unfortunately, unfortunately for Chris Paul. I well, let me it's definitely his time as an all-star caliber player is over. Can he be an effective player? I think so, given everything that you just said. I think he should go to places where they have suffered playoff droughts, like mm. the Magic with young mm. players, Detroit, or places like that where he can really instill a culture, a culture of professionalism and what it takes to win. Like, he can do that. And if he could do that, he's going to set up your team for your young guys for success in a couple years. I honestly don't know if he can do that. Really? The reason is I think it's hard for good players to do that. Mm. I think it's easier for like – you know when guys talk about vets like, like Haslam. their mentors? Haslam. Yeah. It's always like Taj a Haslam Gibson. type guy. Yes. Taj Gibson. It's never an all-star type guy. Mm. You know, because the all-star type guy, he proves it on the court. Mm. Right? Mm. And I feel like mm. those guys, they lose all of their – you know, they lose it all once they're not effective on the court, right? Like, you don't hear old T-Mac, you know, mentoring guys. Or, like, m- maybe Vince. He's maybe one of the not few even guys Kobe. who – Not even Kobe. Yeah, not not Kobe. Yeah, y- you don't hear, like, a lot about those guys. There's, I think there's very few guys who can transition into that type of role. Mm. Maybe, like, a Vin- – yeah, like, Vince, he went from all-star to starter to role player to – vet on the team who just kind of but he's a genuinely notorious nice guy yes and so i I don't think most guys who are like really great in their careers they have a hard time transitioning to that makes sense chris paul does not strike me as the type of guy who's gonna become udonis haslam you know what i mean that's gonna become taj gibson he's the kind of guy that like he believes he still can do it on the. he's more like a you know not in any other way but in this way he's more like a mellow yeah you know he's more like a guy who is still going to believe, you know, more like a Westbrook, more like a guy who's thinking, no, I'm still great. I'm still good. You know, I can still do it on the court. I'm not stepping into this mentor type role. Just like Roy Kent season one, Ted Lasso, just like he is who he is. It's like, okay, I see. Uh, I have not seen Ted Lasso, unfortunately, but you should. It's good. You should. You should. It's very good. Very good characters. Need we, need we need more some stuff. Shows I need to I need to catch up on. We, Ted Lasso, need... su- Succession. I need to get into that. But oh yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes, yes I've yes, been yes. on a. I haven't been watching anything. Yeah. Yes. We we can't keep going back to the Office references. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Cool. All right. That's it for this week. We'll do the rest for social. <laughs> So stay tuned on social. We'll play a game called Blow It Up or Glow It Up. You'll see it. 
You'll see it out there. Wish Cliff a happy birthday, everybody. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening <laughs> to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate. Give us five stars. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Instagram. Find us on TikTok or wherever you get we're your try, social we're media. We're trying more stuff, guys. Please check out the YouTube we're, channel. We're, we're, we're trying more stuff. stuff. We're trying more we're trying stuff. Trying to be out there. You know, we're doing it. But anyway, we'll be back with more nonsense. This is SPR with Cliff and Joe. Peace. <laughs>